0: So why didn't Rishvaka go back to his, uh, to his friends in be Uh This is the um, most difficult question you deal with both in kirav and for Manalim or Shishiva's administrators and teachers. I'm not going to give the answer. I want to share with you what the, what the difficulty and the struggle is. You have a situation where a kid is not behaving and is having a bad Ashpah on somebody else. And um, you have to make the fateful decision, a decision which is mamish dininefoshes. When they ask the kid to leave the room, when they ask the child to leave the yeshima, the class, the maishad, on one hand, you can't have them contaminate the atmosphere and have a bad negative ashpah on the, on the other children in the class. And... Um, the flip side is that if you send them away, chances are they're going to be lost, often for good. So, um, first rule of thumb is that the decision is different from the Manal or the teachers and the Rashiva's point of view than from the actual children in the class. Your Chiyav as a parent, or to yourself, is to keep them away from negative influences. That's your direct view. You don't have to take, thank you, you don't have to take any risks with your ruchnius. is a crucial task, an all-important role that you have to do with others to bring them back. It cannot be with the risk that they're going to be doing more damage than the good you're going to be doing to them, even if it's 60-40. That's not a good enough ratio. There's always some risk in Kierv, obviously. But it's not up to you or up to children who are impressionable to be doing these things if uh, there's a shash that there'll be a negative hashpah. Uh, we spoke, I think we had a practice fire session here a couple of years back here in shul. And I mentioned this point which I think is uh, not pointed out enough. The biggest mitzvah you could do is bring somebody not from to your Shabbos table and show them the beauty of a Shabbos table, of a, of a, of a from Mishpacha, of the interaction, the tzimus, of pamatera. If your kids are not ready for it, if certain things are going to be brought up and you can't control the conversation, then it's potter ve'osser. You have to make it clear that there's certain things that can't be said, certain things that can't be talked about. You have to be sure that you can control the conversation. If certain things come up to twist it in a different way. Uh, you cannot take any risks with your children uh, for the sake of kir. The good news is most of the time you don't have to take risks. Usually the children will see the hashba you're making on them and they'll see what's an you have for another year and it'll be a very positive experience. But that doesn't mean it's not dangerous. And the balance every decision-maker in a yeshiva or mesid has to have is when do we give up have give up on anybody totally. When did we give up for now on the child by sending them away uh, to be able to protect the others? Very understood that certainly at the beginning of his journey he was uh, perhaps not strong enough yet to go back to them and try to bring them. They might convince him otherwise with their arguments of glitter and fame and fortune. And um, you'll ask, so why didn't he go back after he was in our already? We have no indication that he didn't. It just says, that the pick buzz the it makes it sound like he left and Lashov, he didn't go back. It could be he didn't go back immediately. It doesn't mean he didn't go back 30 years later and make an attempt. So that's, uh, again, guesswork on my part, but that's that's a possibility. Um, okay, trouble learning with my son seems to be a competition and becomes a struggle. Okay, so probably the most common, Shiloh. Uh, I, uh, I recently had a conversation with a person and I asked him if he... Um, learns with his father. He's married with, uh, I don't know, nine, nine children or something like that. So I said, when you go visit your father, do you learn with him? See, so he, he gives me a look. Oh no. I tried that when I was 13, didn't work. <laughs> I thought that was an interesting... Uh, I said, you try, I don't know, he's 43 now. He tried that when you were 13, it didn't work. Why don't you try it again? He said, I'm out of luck for punishment, and I've been there, done that. So why do we have such negative uh, recollections? Of that, I, I try to convince him that at the mature age of 43, he could probably make it a pretty positive experience and give nachas to his father, show his children, and he said he would go back and try it. Uh, why did he have such a negative reaction to my suggestion? So the answer is, is that um, more often than not, and I, uh, I take the blame, as the other, every other father should, when a father learns with a son, the father wants to have nachas, so he expects the son to know everything, and when he doesn't know, he gets upset. And becomes a big pressure, and the child uh, starts, uh, starts uh, mumbling, and then starts uh, stuttering, and starts doing this and doing that, and gets uh, all the pressure, starts crying. And, uh, all the, all, everything falls apart because the father has raised the bar to here, and uh, really it should be set over here. And I'm not saying that's the whole issue, but that's a very large part of the problem. And uh, the right of the dover is, is that if the father were to, were to be tested on his share, he probably wouldn't be too keen on taking such a test. Why not? Because he doesn't... Uh, he's not convinced he knows it that well. So, I said this to many parents and they said, that, yeah, but I'm paying tuition for my son. It boils down to money. I don't know why. He said, I said, therefore, he should know better because you're paying tuition. <coughs> he doesn't understand. The son couldn't care less. The son would be, He didn't pay any tuition? And he didn't have to go to Shear. You, you're giving money, so you have these expectations. The yeshiva should be doing a good job. It doesn't, doesn't follow. So I find that most of the struggle comes... From the high expectations of the, of the parents, and, um, and uh, usually, if uh, you're showing them the proper encouragement and you're not giving musr on why didn't they get an even better mark, usually you will get further in their wanting to please. And you also have to be down the cost because I had a case in my own home with my son, all of which are doing very well in Hebrew Baruch Hashem, but he brought home a grade which was not his usual uh, you know, high 90s. So I made the mistake of frowning and asking him my height. Like, well, what happened over here? So I was, just, I was going to launch a the whole You know, you weren't paying attention. You were goofing off for a few days. And uh, rightfully so, uh, he got upset and he said, you didn't even ask me what everybody else got. And truth is, I didn't and I should have. Every father makes this mistake. That's How many times is he going to make the mistake? Uh, and I didn't ask him, I said, okay, what did everybody else get? And it turns out, and I verified it with an independent uh, source, that uh, everybody got, uh, like, from there down to, like, 45. And this is one of the better marks, not the best mark, but one of the better marks in the class. And then I started looking at the test. It was a very hard test, with a lot of uh, very, I call, my son calls it trick questions. As Kilo Rebbe was trying to cause them to fail, I call them challenging questions. But Parent has to always be nervous. your chief is you want the child to do well, and as soon as they don't uh, do very well, you get very upset, and then you put him on the defensive. That doesn't work. And the mark that I was looking at was not such a great mark, and uh, well below what he usually gets, but there could be a reason behind it, and you know what? Even if he didn't have a good excuse, which he did, even if it wasn't a very hard test, and even if everybody did better, once in a while, people have a bad day, as we just spoke in our previous drasha, and uh, you can't expect everybody to be in the same adriga. If that happens three or four or five times in a row, then you have to get down to the uh, to the bottom of it. Okay, somebody asked, going back on English, left the story, it always gets a lot of mileage. Uh, uh, the, um, he wanted to know how the pekdal buzzer interplays with the, with the mice we know from the Gemara that Rabbi Yochanan offered his sister in marriage, which I alluded to as I was saying it over. It's unclear. It sounds like this measure took place before Gemara is telling you about the original here. Hurei chuvah! It's the first thing or he knew he had to do. He didn't know where he was going even. He knew that to sit here and, and rob people at gunpoint by the, by the crossroads of my friends and make a parasa. that's not the way to go. So the magic is showing you that his success was he decided to make a clean break and he left. What happened after that? So it could be that's the next tomorrow. That he was walking along and he saw Red Yechon on the river and he jumped in and then he said I have a sister that's even more handsome than me. you want to marry you come to the yeshiva and then the, the rest is history. So I don't think the, I think the two parts are, are complementary. Um, whoever's handwriting this is I can't read the rest of it not because the handwriting is so bad I'm just not uh, good at it. So if there was a second part of the question I didn't get to. Anybody want to... Uh, Raise the hand Just it. Is that okay. Um, is there any problem playing videos that have Shema Hashem, for example, a wedding video, Chupah, and Birch uh, The minute is that people do. I will point out, it's very strange, we um, take great pains in Ar-Hasana, our to either have separate seating or machitza by the dancing. Nobody in our community is having mixed dancing and nobody is having dancing without Makizah. I find it very strange that people watch their chasna videos, that's why they pay a lot of money for it, and the whole family gathers, and the whole family, Anoshim Noshim Vitav, watch the whole Khasna video from beginning to end. I don't know what they're thinking. I was once present at Somebody's house where they're watching it, and um, I happened to walk by. I, wasn't, I was not meeting in the other room, and I noticed they were on the big screen there were women dancing. That's fine. The only problem is the people watching were men. So I went over to the men and I said, What are you doing? They said, We're well, watching our, the, the Fasta video, isn't it beautiful? So I said, uh, If you're commenting that's beautiful already, there's something wrong, and uh, you shouldn't be watching this. They said, Why not? It's not a video. I don't understand what people. I said, you're getting a better look at the women dancing through this video than you'd be if we didn't have Mechit at the Hasna. <laughs> Mamish up close, zooming in, everything. And there's no, had to Just once the topic was brought up, I just uh, think it's odd. Uh, there has to be a lady that's Mamuna uh, on the uh, fast-forward and the, uh, the clicker there that uh, when they get to those spots, they either tell the men to leave or, uh, or they fast-forward. I know, because right after my daughter's Hasna, I, I walked into my house well, it wasn't right after it was a couple months after we got the video. And I saw all well, the men were standing in the hallway. Like standing in the corner. So I walked out to my son-in-law and my mahut, and I said, What's going on over here? He said, We were just thrown out. That's the way to do it. My pencil was standing with the clicker and she threw the man out. She didn't want to fast forward. Uh, but uh, it's a dub push it. I just you might run into somebody that uh, doesn't know that. Anyway, so that's one problem showing the video. The shame Hashem! I don't know what a great covenant it is to keep repeating it, but the minute is that they're showing what happened in that context, I don't think you can answer it. Would there be a hinder, a hinder in fast forwarding? Uh, perhaps. One thing's for sure you don't answer women again. I've heard that also. That's very, very odd. Can I add to that? Uh, well, yeah. This past Mount Shabbos, I saw a video of a chasana, and they had separate videos for men and women. Yeah, and there are many people who do that. That's the proper way to do it. And it's a to have a lady crew doing the women. And a man's crew doing the, uh, doing the men. and They have two separate uh, videos, yeah. Yeah, I just don't... It just, it just strikes me a little odd how the person I was talking to would never dream of not having a mechitza in a separate seating. And he was sitting there watching the entire video. I didn't understand. So he's trying to tell me it's not live. I said, what does that do with... It, it has nothing to do with the price of tea in China. It's a shashi herm. It has nothing to do with the live and not live. And he was for sure getting a better picture looking at the video than anything he would have seen at the chastra. No shiny. Okay. Um... If a person's rebbe or Rob directs him to a certain in a certain manner, and his wife suggests another manner, is anybody still sitting upstairs? Yes. Okay. Yes, a lot of people. Okay. Uh, who should he listen to? That's a pretty loaded question. I uh, no wonder you didn't tell me about this question answer session beforehand. Um, okay. So um, she's not gay with that saying. You're not gay. I'm not gay with her The husband's not gay with Um I'm going to get those, the Rav, the Rav you mean, okay, I didn't know which, uh, I have, I have three, three different gears over here. Um, th- there's uh, two things you have to, two premises. One is mishnah. I say which which uh, to my surprise, and you all know me quite well here for many, many years, I'm not looking for business. You go, do, do, go to somebody else, but I say lechavra. There are still people floating around who uh, you ask them where they daven. They say which one Friday night, Shabbos morning, and Shaloshus depends on which ayekichul and which shops and which uh, this and which that. They are going, here for the kiddush. They daven five different shul. That means they have no robe, no rebbe. And they ask them who their who rebbe is. And don't worry, I say I know that um, at my rashi shiva, rashi shiva hasn't spoken to or seen in twenty six years. Uh, but he, but he, one 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 young man told me if I have a problem, I'd call him. I said when's the last time you called? Him? He said twenty six years ago. Baruch Hashem, those two life, sales, no issues, no shailas, no problems, no aids, nothing. Just an unbelievable gift you can have that nothing ever came up in life. Uh, For most mortals, uh, there are a number of serious shailas in Chinuch HaVonim and in marriages and in shailas and aloha and business that come up like four times a week. Uh, And if it's not, then something is really wrong. And without a Seluch HaRab, you're going to have a problem. So assuming the premise over here is a Seluch HaRab is a real chiyuv, because... Two reasons. Number one, you really need a, an address to have a mahalochim, saka neitzis. Number two, you often need an arbiter. Somebody's gonna, gonna break up, not that people are, are screaming, yelling, no fist fights, but there are issues that come up in Shalom Bayez, issues that come into disagreements and chinech abanog and things like that, and you need somebody to be able to weigh in and be able to give a proper hashkafic view of things. Once you've accepted that premise of a seluch so then, we can reread the question. The person's rabbi Aurob directs him in a certain manner, and his wife suggests another man, who do you follow? So, uh, you mentioned I was no gay of dover, okay? I, uh, I have had many situations where I've said certain things, and I always try to remember to say, if I'm talking to the husband, that uh, your wife might have difficulty with this, might understand this, please tell her to call me and discuss it, if she does have a difficulty with it. If she doesn't, then uh, she doesn't have to call, obviously. Um, just yesterday morning somebody called me with a very complicated, uh, naughty uh, shayla which will affect the rest of their lives and a, in a ma- major decision. And um, the husband was nice enough to volunteer after he asked me the shayla and mentioned what he thinks he wants to do, that my wife is vehemently against it, she's all up in arms, she said absolutely not. So at least he gave me a heads up. At least I was warned. And then he asked my opinion, what I think he should do, and uh, I told him, only because I have experience, that I'm not even going to comment and even suggest an answer before I speak to your wife and get her side of the story. In a cheshah mishpah, there's an issue to a shaila, unless you hear both sides at the same time. And I can't tell you how many times people call me up a mishpah because nobody wants to go to basement. It takes time and money and this and that. They call me up and they want to know. They're in a big fight. They want to know what to do. I said, you can stop talking now. I know what you're leading up to. A shayla, I can't answer you without hearing the other party. So then they tell me, well, he sent me. I said, well, you tell him to call me, and then we'll discuss it. He said, well, he sort of sent me, he said, I should ask Gashayla, and then we'll discuss it. He didn't really send him. Uh, If It's pretty clear in Cheshav Mishpat that unless the, the guy tells you, please talk to my partner, and by whatever you say, without me saying a word, that's fine. Otherwise, you really can't get the whole story unless you hear both sides. And once you have one side of the story in your head, it's hard to dislodge that part of the story, and then you hear the second side, you're already a bit meshugan. So, In this particular case, yesterday's caller, I told him I really think it's Kedai to uh, speak to your wife first before I even start formulating an opinion, so I know what we're up against, and I'm sure she has some very intelligent uh, things to say. Uh, I will uh, mention that uh, Chazal say you're supposed to listen to your wife, but you the Alma. So if it's choosing the decor of the home or um, things like that, uh, then that's certainly needed the Alma. For most from people, most of the Shailahs and disputes that come up, part of the dispute is, is this topic mili Shamaya or mili d'almor? That's the problem. Because from people, we hope, everything is really mili d'Shamayah. Because uh, the decor is not just the decor, it's how we do achnasas orchem, and how we get people into our house, and how we uh, impress the potential uh, mechatonim so they we get the best boy. And there are all sorts of other cheshpanimists that go into things. And that itself is the Mechlikas. Where do we we put this in terms of a category, and then how do we done on it? Um, But again, the long and the short, the answer is that if the wife suggests something else, she should and must have her day in court. As a matter of fact, we just did this 20 minutes ago. You see, the Shem Ben came to Rebbe, and Rebbe said, And what could have happened, he went home and she was makabel, And he went home and she wasn't makabel. And she said, I want to speak to Rebbe myself. But there's a Rebbe there, and uh, once he hears both sides of the story, that's uh, what I say the Haram is all about. If I wake up during Shmoneh Ersei, before Ma'iden and realize the last bracha I remember is Rafaina, do I go back or just continue? A very common shaila, by the way. Uh, uh, well, first let's start to The basics. It says clearly in Shulchan that if you didn't say the first bracha with kavani you're not Yetzi. One of the only cases in Shulchan where it says you're not Yetzi, and the Beis himself, they had the problem already a few years ago, Bes Yetzir says, you're not Yetzi, and really everything else is a bracha of Artola, but you can't go back because you might mess it up again. So we don't want you making even more bracha of So all the Achayim says, so Bes Yetzir says, you can't go on, you can't go back. That's why you still see people standing there for years, just uh, stuck in case you wonder why the guy's still stuck there. Uh, there's no good answer to this. The answer is, obviously, if you go on, we don't let you go back. If you go on, so but it, it's some sort of a Shmona even though it's really not a uh, proper Shmona Ezra. I'll given give an that you should wait till the Shri Yetzirah gets there and then have in mind, hopefully, the you in the first bracha. Of course, we're hoping the Shri Yetzirah has come on, at least having you in mind. Uh, but the Medziu, most people just go on. That's for the first bracha. So you really have to go slow. The first bracha, the, the runner-up is Maiden. That's as close to being ma'akev as the first bracha is, and uh, this uh, fellow over here just remembers "Rafainu." So, based on the Talmud, the Hoches Malicha, we assume that uh, if you just did everything by rote, you probably said the words in between. You were just uh, in space or in Etzroel, Miami, wherever you were, or in the, in the block Gemara you just learned. And Lamaisi do not go back. We assume you said the words, and the kavanas are not ma'akev in between. It gets ma'akev for the first bracha. Perhaps from Maimdim is ma'fikis everything else in between is not, uh, is not maked. Uh, what's interesting is that uh, most people remember clearly Parech Aleinu. Because that's the bracha for Panosah. So, uh, whoever wrote this is a Baal Madrega. the only remembers Zerifeinu. I mean, He's dominated for other people. You, you most don't know you're up to. You wake up and you don't know you're up to. If you don't know when you're up to, then you have to go back to the last uh, spot that you remember for sure. But... Um, but Lamaisa, uh, after Breath goes downhill. And people tell me that uh, when it comes to Rafua they're, they're all tuned in. And Panasa is certainly tuned in. And then it talks about something about Gulls, and Gula and the, the shapers, and that's where they get all lost. Which is sad. Uh, it's a sad commentary. But Lamaisa, uh, um, it happens to a lot of people. You have to try, as I mentioned before, get yourself, if this is happening too often, get yourself a new Siddur. Get, get three or four a year, and it'll do uh, wonders. The first two, three weeks after to get a new Siddur, you're not going to, uh, you're not going to be spacing out as much and um, and they have all sorts of different fonts and prints, and they have uh, one guy got himself a like Ksada Shuri one, and then he realized he couldn't <laughs> read it. Uh, but, uh, but whatever, whatever works. It's important to uh, refocus, and that uh, for the fifteen dollar investment is kedaim. Okay, um, isn't R and R beneficial to one's growth? Absolutely. Did I say anything negative about applications before? If I did, I didn't mean it that way. Uh, what I mentioned is that it's important to focus on where you're taking the vacation, where and with whom, and what's what Sviva. I didn't. Uh, I didn't say the vacations weren't necessary. They're very necessary. There's something called benesmanim used. and it's actually achatich harayel es three weeks, and three weeks, and four weeks. So some people ask me, "Why do you have so much benesman?" The answer is, if you talk, a, concentrate in a Gemara 12 hours a day, and you do it for months at a time, you need a bigger the Question is, what's the venue? where are you and who you're with and how long are you taking it for? Um, there, are, uh, there are people, I'm very big on this, even though I realize that it's not always practical for everybody. I mentioned before the contrast, of very Yisrael versus Miami. Um, I understand Miami is closer and cheaper. With that said, if you have a few more hours and a little more money, Magad uh, Avram, that every Dalai as you walk to Yisrael is a mitzvah, and uh, there's a lot of preachers in Yisrael, unfortunately, also, but you have to know, if you practice Shemir Senayim, you've got to know where to go and where not to go, but there are plenty of places you can go and uh, have a tremendous aliyah in Ruchnius, and if you have a choice to visit Yisrael versus going to Bahami, where, again, there are a lot of uh, very Choshev Yidin who, who are there and who go there, it's really a tremendous, tremendous Nisayan in Shemir Senaim. and it's a hot climate, and um, so is Yisrael, but not outside. I was there last week, Baruch Hashem it rained the entire week it's a whole different way of life I get there it's pouring and people are smiling and walking around it's a whole different I, I told one of the cab drivers you know in America people are in a bad mood when this happens so he started giving me a whole musashmuz on what a bad mood he couldn't be masik. he says Gishme, bracha and he, this is wonderful and we're waiting for this They had one third of the whole season in the week I was there so uh, in, a, in a positive way to have a, to have a good attitude this is a bracha shamayim. And uh, during the winter, Lamaisa, from November to April, it's not that hot. The priestess was, uh, was there in August and I just went back now and uh, a difference of day and night. And when you're there in the summer, you have to practice uh, Shmir Sanayim. It's a little more difficult. the so it's a Machim Kodesh. Plenty of th- good things to do there. You have a chance to visit Etz Yisrael. A great-grandparents would have given their right arm to be able to go once and we hop on a plane and then we're there. The flight I was on, I just went now uh, for five days. Flight I was on, I knew half the people and... Come Everybody I saw from Flatbush and from Muncie, they were all going for the weekend. So I mentioned to one guy, I said, I didn't know this was a commuter flight. <laughs> so Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, it's not like out of people's uh, uh, possibilities that uh, how can I go to Israel for four or five days? People thought to am for four or five days, again, there is a differential in price, but if you can afford it, uh, that's, uh, that's a mile. And again, there's nothing against uh, R&R, everybody needs it, and the question is uh, where you do it and what you're doing when you get there. What? Yeah, I'll give you the list of cab drivers. Yeah, that's the should No, you don't even need a list because no matter who it is, you're going to get a, you're going to get a Okay. What are things to look for and consider when choosing Yeshiva for sons and daughters? Uh, what are the red flags? Okay. Let me give one, one eighth over here because it's too wide a topic. Um... The answer is based on what I said before. That is, we think, this, this is, I think, the most crucial yesod. We think that the yeshiva and the education of our children, in terms of our shpah and our children that grew up to be el and B'nei Taira, we think it's the rabbeim, it's the yeshivas, it's the parents. It's all the above. I think if you put all three together, maybe it's 49%. 51% or more are the chaverim. Don't pick a yeshiva based on the Rabbeim and the Rosh Yeshiva, if the bochim that go in there, or the bocharetz, however you say that, my Hebrew is gotten kind of very good, <laughs> my trip there to Israel, uh, uh, don't pick any mesid, any seminary, any yeshiva, uh, if the student body is not up to what you want for the proper Rosh for your children. Now, just to be fair, every yeshiva has a purpose and a crucial, serving a crucial role. You can't just have yeshivas and, and seminaries for the best girls and the best guys. But you have to know your child, you have to know where they're holding, and it has to be an experience where they are the tail end, as the Mishnah Ova says, with everybody they're looking at only in the direction of going up, versus being the firmer end of things and you're sending your 16-year-old, your 18 year old the Nashfi on the other boys and girls, that's not the time to do Pira for them. This is the time of their development. So, again, Rosh Hashivas are important, and the Rabbanim are important, the Rabbein are important, all that's very important. The biggest hashpa that they will be receiving is in the dorm room, and during the Chavuz HaShaf, and during Ben Azmanim, and during recess. So, the main thing to look at is the student body. Even if you have to sometimes sacrifice some of the education. I had this conversation with somebody recently, and they said, yeah, they were going to send to that Shiva not to throw with the English department. So, um, I uh, asked them if they think I speak uh, proper English at all. Oh, your English is, is fine. Leila, that's not so good. So it's Layla. Leila, So I said, I spent uh, most of English out of the classroom. And um, I was warned in ninth grade by uh, the teacher that um, he's going to call my parents because if I don't uh, come in for some biology, I'm not going to be able to take the regents. So, um, I didn't really uh, cooperate that much, and uh, and then he called my parents, my parents told me that uh, we don't really care if you're not making trouble, or getting into trouble, we don't care if you're listening or not, but you, you have to know everything, you have to take the regions you want uh, above a 95. So, what I'm showing you from the story is that if you want your children to have the tools for English in whatever area of secular studies you want them to have, that's really more a function of what the parents demand than what the yeshiva is delivering. Um, I got my parents' message loud and clear, and they even told me that message without bribing me. Somebody asked me after the Drush before, do we have to bribe kids for everything? The answer is it would be a better world if we didn't have to, but this is where things at. So my parents didn't bribe me. They just let me know in no certain terms that I'm taking the Regents and I uh, better get a good mark. Okay, I got a 99 on the biology Regents. I t- told thing to myself, not a so great mark. The Regents aren't that difficult. But the point is, is that my parents let me know that you are going to know this material for the, for the amount that you have to know and if you want to fool around and make it harder for yourself at the end of the year, then fine as long as you're not getting anybody's nerves. That's they told me. For most kids that won't work because as they fool around they'll get on people's nerves. So, uh, so it's a little hard to do that in between but the point is is that this person was complaining to me the English department is not this, it's not that, it's not the other thing. I said, you're choosing between, I'm not going to mention the most, this. you're choosing between yeshiva a and yeshiva B. I'm telling you now that the clientele the kids in the parent body in the homestead company, come from Yeshiva B are far, far superior. It happens to be their English department was far, far inferior. And that was their complaint. And I said, you want them to know English? So I told them all this story. I so, said, so, so study with your kids and get your kid tutors and make sure if they have this, dispatch to do it in the, in the head, study themselves and make sure they know it. And they'll have their English and they'll know how to read, write and whatever they have to do. You can't sacrifice on the formative years of a child. You can't sacrifice on the Chedra. It takes one kid with one Internet connection, and uh, one, uh, one uh, iPhone with the internet connection, and uh, it's all over. That can happen The best yeshivas. Still got to be careful. But the hashpa is the crucial element over here. And again, if you want to know English, they'll figure, out, uh, they'll figure it out later when the need uh, comes up. I haven't found that uh, a different schmooze, but uh, there, is, there is a need in this country to uh, speak and write English well, and to know the basics of some other subjects. The question is, is the best way to do it the way we're doing it? Uh, it's not the only way. and there, there are ways to get there uh, with, with shortcuts. Okay, I, I realize everything I just said was a sh- subject, of now it's very loaded, but we'll get back to it at a different time. Okay. Um, is it proper to take your family to the country on Friday if it means you will have to uh, buy takeout food for Shabbos? That's interesting. <laughs> uh, that's not a bad question, by the way. Uh, this year must be going very quickly. Is it May already? That's, uh, um, okay, so, anybody here in catering, by the way? Anybody have a takeout place here? Where, uh, question. Okay, we won't uh, insult anybody. Um, the Mishnah Burum does not hide his dismay about the current state of affairs in Rodman. I don't even know how many bakeries they have in Rodman. The Kishnamis even had one. But he, maybe he was talking about Gulna, I don't know. But uh, he says that there's an age old minig, and a very khashwa minig, that women should bake their own chalas. And he said, Nebuch, he writes this, look at the simmer there, it's clear. And he writes the Nebuch nowadays, people are taking shortcuts, and they're going to buy khala and they're moving out, losing out in the mitzvah, a freshest and the, and the amelus are making the khala, and it's uh, what does the world uh, come to? Everybody's taking shortcuts. So that was, uh, again, I don't know uh, how many bakeries there were in Rodden, there probably were in the takeout places. Um, uh, they, uh, I don't think they have electricity in Raden until uh, uh, very, very late. So, Chavaz Chaim was disturbed by the fact that, yes, when you buy, takeout food, there's something missing when you uh, make your own Shabbos. It's uh, mitzvah, bay, yes, and shalucha, basically. Uh, with that said, uh, there's no issa to buy takeout food or to buy chalas. Many people do it, many women work, and they don't have time to bake chalas, and uh, you should not come home from the shir, saying that Rabbi Viner said, that uh, you're off the derech if you're not making challahs, and, uh, <laughs> and we need the school for our children. If you want to buy challah, it's much better to have shalom bias and less tension, and not have to make the challah and buy the challah, and you give the panasad to a yid. If all things are equal, yes, the Mishmura says you should make your own challah, and if you're doing it, you should continue to do it. The same thing applies to the other foods that we buy or make. There's no you know a freshest chale, which is an extra yin but then challah, but the Yinyin to try to make the Shabbos yourself. With that said, if you're in a rush and there's going to be less pressure, you know, Halakha's Ne'er Shabbos primarily is for Shalom Bayez. The famous one-off coming up in the end of the year, soon, between the Ne'er Chanukah and Ne'er Shabbos. If you can only afford one of them, which is, uh, Baruch Hashem, which is the Mashiach, uh, for most people, uh, Lamaisa, you do um, what you have to do for Shalom Bayez, not Ne'er Shabbos, not Ne'er Hanukkah, despite the Indian of the Summonism. So the whole concept of the Elkhanah for Shabbos should be Shalom, and B'Shalva, B'Shekhet, and it's going to create tension at the end of the day, uh, pack up the car and stop by the number of, three, I guess, three, four hundred places here in Flappers to pick up from, and um, and it's fine. There's certainly no noise of a Dover. What? Okay. <laughs> okay. What's, what time is 17th? Twelve. 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 Okay. Uh, can one count as my money the gifts, wedding gifts he gives to young, struggling married couple? There are two types of young, struggling married couples. Um, one is the, um, the young man who is in medical school, will be in medical school for the next seven years, and they're going to struggle. The other one is the one who is wanting a cuddle for the next seven years, and they're going to struggle. Both, if they're struggling, and they have no other source of income, both are struggle, just because the guy might be making money later, we'll see if Obama gets the office again, uh, just as the doctor might be making money at a later time, uh, does not mean that he doesn't need food now to pay for shots. For mice they don't have the money now, they don't have the money now. So, in terms of Meister money, if they're really struggling and there's no family member that's helping out, then it's both uh, Meister deductible. If uh, the doctor is just taking loads and loads of student loans, which is the case, and they have debt up to Gazoo, but... Whatever, they could pay it off and they're making ends meet and uh, there's no union in a If the young couple in Kailul is also making ends meet, they're, they, if they're not struggling, if they have it, they have it. So there's really no inherent difference. That's why I'm saying it like this. Everybody expected me to answer that he's learning in Kailul, obviously it's Stockholm. There's no inherent chilek why he doesn't have the money, whether he's in medical school, law school, or, or he's sitting and learning uh, L'Havdum. But you have to make sure before you spend your miser money, you've got to make sure that really is the case because this is a little bit um, touching often they get money for the chasna to the tune of $10,000, $30,000 um, the smart ones uh-huh. take the money and put it away and lock it up in a CD that's paying point oh 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 one percent interest <laughs> but then uh, and then I'm going to break that CD because i going to lose 54 cents and it's locked up okay <laughs> so um, I had this Shalom many times some people so locked up uh, now they're locked up so now they're back to square one they have no money so can you give them some money it's not so partial as you can imagine because they have they, they, they might have more money in the bank than you do uh, so Shalom they don't want to touch it so uh, and I had this case when somebody was giving money to somebody else and they sort of asked me they want to bring it up because they were touching somebody's share. so they sent me to a son to find out what was going on so uh, I told him, I was very diplomatic about it, I said, Yishver wants to know, that's the start of the sentence. Uh, I don't want to hide, I'm going to take information and hand it over to somebody else, your name is Das. Okay. So I told him, I said, he didn't want to approach you directly, but uh, he's going to give you the money anyway, he just wants to know what's miserable, what's not. So uh, his wife said, right away, that um, we locked up the money, we have no access to it, and uh, we needed to buy a house. I understand that, that's right, it's good forward thinking. Uh, they want uh, the down payment to grow, and that uh, you mean no access. Uh, the access is Chase Manhattan down the block, and they can break the CD for the amount of interest it's making. Uh, no access means we promise we're not going to touch it, and uh, that money's off limits. It's questionable. Somebody wants to save up thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars for that. Must be a question hanging down from the, the Speaking too much about the women to get up in trouble. Want to check if that was a question? Because either that was a paper airplane, somebody's bored, or it was a question. let you know, uh, what's your mind. Uh, the bus call Was that a question? Yeah, no. Okay. If you do want to send down via airmail, uh, you can. Uh, you can send it. Uh, so, um, so it is a bit questionable whether or not somebody could put away thirty, fifty, hundred thousand dollars and then say they're poor. We need more money, as you can imagine. Even though. It's a good cause, and if they don't put that away, and they don't swear they're not going to touch it, they're not going to have that down payment in a few years from now. Okay? So I admire their their frugal approach, and their their proper, uh, sophisticated, mature approach to money. That's very good. Sha'idahs does not make it uh, my silver. That's the Sha'idahs. So one could argue that in five years, they're going to outgrow their apartment, and if they continue renting, it's going to throw out money. Because if you continue renting, you're just paying yen on the mortgage and therefore, that's for basic living expenses, that might be true. If the, sh- the Shre, let's say, wants to take off of micer, and he's giving a young couple, so they're learning a cuddle, he knows they have that $30,000, $40,000, can use my money now, if he has his entire plan over the next eight years, that they're going to use that for the house, and that's just going to defray the cost of living expense, have to give less money, for the rental will go to a mortgage instead. So then that's not a bad cheshmer. Then he can't give the of money now. The fact that they have that money is going to go toward further support. So if that's all part of the cheshmer, they're doing for it. But you got to figure all that out. Yeah? Most of us could have money stockpiled too. If you give them checks, that's considered miser, isn't it? Uh, it is, but uh, you know of a miser today that has any money stockpiled? Some, some. have asked <laughs> some Okay, I'd like to speak <laughs> to you afterwards. Uh, I, I, have, I think... Uh, uh, Harvard, Le Havdle, Le Havdle, Le Havdle, so what do they have? Uh, half a billion? In the, uh, there's some crazy number I heard. In the billions. In the billions, in the billions, okay. So uh, that wasn't MICE in the first place, Harvard. Um, and if they had billions, then it's like uh, they couldn't spend that for the next 200 years. Even if a MICE has some money put away, I think they're doing that because they don't want to have a dry month and they can't pay the rabbin. So I think, that, uh, I think that would still be miceable. I don't know of any MICE that has such a large number that's already, uh, that would make it a question, yeah. or son-in-law is in dental school versus learning, one in dental school could money for a deposit where the one who might be intention yes. long-term learning, yes, that that money will Right, work. that's what I'm saying. If the share has a... Talk to them and there is a plan and they plan on using it, it makes sense to have, at a certain point, to have a house, pay your own mortgage, so at least have an investment, rather for the same money rather than paying the rent of somebody else's mortgage. So if they know in five years they're going to have a place with X, X amount of kids and they're going to need that... So then uh, you can give mice an hour and still have them use that for, for money that will be needed later. That's not necessarily uh, a But you have to really look at the, uh, the long-term picture there, which is sometimes hard to do. If one has the opportunity to be Meshamesh Tamachachim, should you choose that of a learning terrorist? As says, you know the Gemara says that the Shemush is learning. Let me explain to you. The word shimush in the Gemara means two things. It actually means both. It's not, a, it's not a contradiction. One is, we usually... Let's Shemesh is. You have an older Rebbe you know, helping him to the car, going shopping with him, taking him around. That's one form of Shemesh. The other form is to be able to look very closely at his lifestyle and see Hala, how he does things and how he lives. The Gemara has many, many stories like that, some very unusual stories of the most private things, but the, the Talmud figured that was Shemesh, and therefore that was Mutter. Usually you can go hand-in-hand. Hand. If you're Zephet to uh, drive, he's an older rebel of yours, and he needs your help, and you're driving him from place to place, and you get to talk to him and watch him, so you'll get both aspects of the Shemesh. So, to a degree, the Shemesh is as valuable, if not more valuable, the Gemara says, um, at a certain point, if it's, you know, I'll say this carefully, there's, um, I had to speak somewhere recently, and it was a long drive. Uh, and they called me up and they said, we're having a bacha come to pick you up. Which, on the one hand, that have mixed feelings. On the one hand, that's good, because then I can learn and prepare on the way. Uh, when I'm driving, I, I answer shadows on the phone, but sometimes it's easy to concentrate, I come less tired. And on the other hand, to take a bacha would, would entail the bacha leaving second seder, like in the middle of second seder, which means the first half is, is almost gone, and then missing night seder. So I, I told her, she would call me, I said, I really feel better taking the bachar at second seder and night seder. So he said, don't worry, we thought of that. We send a room that uh, can use uh, a <laughs> <laughs> second So, uh, so, um, so, w- why is that? The answer is, is that there are certain people who can use a little bit of fresh air and the shimush. If a person's a natural mass made, there's still room for the shimush, but you have to have a balance, because otherwise you could be driving around all day. So it really depends. Was that a question that was written down? That's two, two accents? Okay. Okay. Um... Okay, the women in all seriousness can send down and just bring it to the door. Somebody out in the hallway will take it for you if you, uh, if you want to write something down. Okay, next. Okay, someone. It actually was a that was what? It was a shy. It was a shindler. Okay. That's a very good question. I think let me get to this one first. If someone borrows money and doesn't pay back in claims, ainly, can the lender take the borrower's silver, manera? and candlesticks. Okay? It's, a, it's like a very, a very good question. Okay, so the Gemara, as you know, says misajran, thank you, says misadrin the chayv, which means, the whole sugi in the Gemara, which means that if a guy can't pay back, comes time to pay back, and he doesn't pay back, so misajra means we, um, we set up for him an arrangement within that means we take basically everything he has. The Gemara has very, very detailed lists of what you keep with him. If he's a farmer, you leave him this plow and that shovel and depending on his trade, and you take everything but one plate and one spoon and then, and then the shirts and the pants, you leave him this, that, very bare bones. You take the furniture, leave him a, leave him a table, a chair. And the Pelle is, it's brought down to So it's brought down to Halsey again. And today, we never heard of such a thing. I have many cases where people borrow money, they don't pay back. And they're living in homes, there's plenty of things to take and sell. You know, it's, people can, uh, people sell things in all sorts of interesting places today, shall remain nameless. And um, you can get rid of anything today. And um, nobody does it. So why not? The Gemara clearly says, and Shulchanan clearly says, the misogyny. So Shtonbrach, has a very fascinating truth Sturmbach says, and it's true, but that's all upstairs, okay. Uh, Sturmbach says that it's true, the Gemara says, Misadrin, and we should be able to take his, certainly his second and third car, probably even his first car, if he needs to get to work, so take the Lexus and downgrade it to a Chevy or something like that. There, there are ways to, uh, to, to figure it out, to, to get your money out. And Sturmbach noticed, he said, nobody is doing this today. And if somebody wants to do it, we look at him, as a Russia, Israel. what are you doing? You're going to the guy's house and taking his life there. So, Stormo says something very interesting. He says, This is rare for a din Shah Hanar. He says, The Fergusha he has every right, but Lamaise he says, Today, the minute is by the Guyen that they don't even do this, by and large. So, Therefore, it will be a fuel Hashem for from Yidin to act like this when the Guyan don't even do it. Now, you'll all ask me, and some, some of you are asking, the Guyan do do it. When they repossess a house, they take myself and put it by the tank. That's true. That's what the house. But when there's... If somebody wants to be protected from his creditors and declares personal bankruptcy, they don't take much. Matter of fact, you declare personal bankruptcy, a corporate magazine, you go to Florida, you can mamish retire a gvir adir. And different states have, uh, have different uh, different rules and regulations. But Lemaissa, there's a tremendous midas of Rahmanis in this Medina uh, Shol No one's taking anything, and the guy is retiring with his leichter and his cars and everything else, and... Uh, Personal bankruptcy, al-pilacha, is the shayla. If you have Yiddish accreditors, you're allowed to do that. Corporate bankruptcy, most posts can say, is mutter because you do business at da'id and he knows in the marketplace. If you're a real corporation and he expects it, he's doing business at da'id al-hachi, he knows there's a chance he might declare bankruptcy. Personal bankruptcy, even though it's very common, most posts can say you can't hide behind it al-pilacha, and if you have the money, you've got to pay him back. I, the question here is: is, is can the malva go in and take it? I talked talk to the lawyer. The lawyer should be making every attempt to sell his lifestyle and his cars and turn to pay it back. Or, Sturmel's is not about there. Sturmel's Chuvah is why isn't the minute that the Malva goes in and gets these things, that the Gemara says it's mutter. So he says the reason is because there's a concept of a personal <coughs> bankruptcy, and even though it's not really valid, nobody expects I loan you money as a, as, a, as a private person. You come back to me, sorry, you didn't know my name is Chaim Yanko Incorporated. That doesn't, that's not corporate bankruptcy. Corporate bankruptcy is you're doing business as a corporation, with a corporation, and it's known that you might be throwing your money away or not getting it back. Personal bankruptcy, one should not use the hide behind. With that said, Erström says this is the mitig why people don't go in and take personal facts is because it's considered a cruel thing to do, even though the Gemara allows it up to be didn't. Is it, are there differences between a and one and those? Um, Now the good news is uh, that I have noticed, I'm very involved in people's finances, as you can imagine, as. The rov and the mahlikesim and the loans that go out and this and that. And I know a lot of people who got burnt, as I'm sure everybody here does, either personally or has a friend. And burnt badly. And sometimes burnt when the levit couldn't really do anything. They really in a hard time. Sometimes burnt that the guy is uh, complaining that he's still going on vacation four times <coughs> a year and he tells me he doesn't have any money. Every time I ask him, why would you go to Florida? He said, my Shriga sent me to Florida and my Shruga sent and this and that. And he, one guy told me, he keeps telling me Shriga sent to Florida. Shriga's been dead 20 years. And he can't understand <laughs> <laughs> every makes up a new story every single time. So that's that's mamish. I can't call it Gneva in the halakhi sense of the word. But that's not right. Um, despite the fact, the good news is, despite the fact we all hear horror stories like this, uh, I can tell you that from what I see, people are still loaning a lot of money. I'm not saying as much as they would have, but the tell us the fear is that people are just going to stop to it and that's it. I think most uh, people, Yidin, are by nature tremendous bothered to say, and they understand there are good apples and bad apples, and the people who can't afford because they really fell in a hard time, it's not their fault. And the people who did pay me back, and the people who didn't and are being obnoxious, they're the meal. So I don't know if, um, if that's the same as Sturmberg's vantage point, is that he feels it would be a if it was known in the Orthodox community yeah, people marching into people's houses and taking things, and in the Gaish community, the guy's the person back upstairs and nobody touches them. That's Sturmberg's approach. It's an interesting, I'm not saying anybody agrees, but. Why? You know, this far, I'm not saying this far, it does play a role, but I was, I'm happy to report it's not as rampant. The reaction, the negative reaction is not as rampant as I would have thought it might have been. Be I mean, I'd be surprised, I'm sure you know of higher cases, but I know a few people that got burnt to the tuna for a lot of money. And I had to stop one of them recently from giving out a loan. And I said, I don't think the guy should be given money. And he said, how can you leave the guy? In he was like, Tying on me, why don't I have more rough money? So I said, I'm protecting your million dollars. So, uh... <laughs> Okay, it's age for yesh. It's, it's a problem, though. Yeah? No, many people who, who, who are declaring personal bankruptcy, these are just regular creditors and credit card phone bills, and things like that. Credit card companies... Right, but when we're talking about loaning somebody, let's say loaning somebody's money. Okay, okay. That, that, that's really what you were asking. You were asking, is there a charge to sell it in Odellis? That's what you were asking, right. It's a valid point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, your point is a good point. The Low delta is a problem, but I, I, I'm happy to say that the problem. I, I would have thought the problem would be even worse than a lot of what I'm seeing. So people, people do have a measure of understanding. Okay, we'll get to two more. It's at twelve o'clock. We have to stop in the next ten minutes. So uh, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have used that lotion in certain occasions over here. I happen to know the Malva has a weakness for helping people, and his wife is going to kill him. So with v'tzicha. So it's uh, <laughs> so I have to protect the. Uh, and uh, no, it's becoming a real Sean Bites problem. I'm happy we have such that want to give. And when I'm a rame, I don't think it's such a great idea. It didn't work. So this time he came to me and he said, "So and so asked for we're talking about a very sizable amount of money." and I had to really lay it down hard. Normally, you're right. I wouldn't say it's so stark. I would say, I don't know. You've got to write it off now, and if you get it back, I agree with you. That's the normal lotion. this particular case, the guys are real topic, as you can imagine from my description, and I'm just trying to, uh, to protect them a little bit. Okay. Um, with that said, by the way, if the guy's driving three cars and going on vacations, you can certainly try to say something or ask his wife to step in. it's, Mom, it's not. Me. There are people who abuse the system, and it's terrible. There's no, uh, no reason for it. Okay, um, okay. Interestingly enough, I got the same exact question she from two people. Oh, so same, two? Okay, uh, same, person. same person. Okay, I was amazed. that two people want to make Aliyah. Okay, so gotta, should we? No, that's no, good. There should be many, many more. Should we be trying to make to still at the present time? Um, I'm just wondering. Maybe somebody in Amsterdam can yell down from should because they both came from there. Uh, was, was the question at the present time because there might be a war in Eretz also? Is that Shasakanah? What was the what was the what was the issue at the present time? The economy? The economy? The economy is doing better there than it is here. Uh, what? Oh, oh, you're saying that's the... Okay. <laughs> that's what you meant. That's okay. Mashiach. Uh, should we try to make a before mashiach? Um, well, before mashiach is an interesting schedule because when the mashiach comes, we're all going to be going. I would suspect we're not going to get as much schar, because, uh, of course, it's easy to go, everybody's going. So if that was the intent of the question, certainly, in terms of the amelis and the mysterious nevsheh going, it's harder to go now. Um, making aliyat ter tisro is really a subject of ne'atzma. As a matter of fact, if you can remind me for next, for Memorial Day, I think, than I'm uh, back, uh, remind me to start off with this question, because it's really, it would take a good half hour to develop, but as a soundbite, um, Ramayusha has a very short shuvat, one paragraph. And somebody asked him, is there a mis- not as zan, as that who is Famous, the Ramban lists it in the many of mitzvah, the mitzvahs. The Rambam doesn't. Although the Rambam, who doesn't list, list it in the gives some very, very wonderful praise and very flowery lashoness about the Hashims of the day Israel. So it's hard to say that Rambam holds you shouldn't. The Ramban holds you should. The Rambam clearly says that it's a be-all and end-all. It's an unbelievable mitzvah. And it just doesn't list it in the many of mitzvah. the mitzvahs. she here. says it's irrelevant. We pass night like to Ramban. It is a mitzvah derisa. He says why shame he says, however, he says it's a huge topic. He says this in three lines. He says, however, it's only a mitzvah kiyum; not a mitzvah chiyubis. There Are not many mitzvahs like that? A mitzvah kiyumus means a mitzvah. That if you do, you get starved, but you don't have to do it. A mitzvah Chiyuvis is tefillin, davening, all the other mitzvahs, most of the other mitzvahs we do, where you have no choice; you have to do it. So Moshe says, it's a mitzvah kiyumus, not a mitzvah chiyuvus, and it brings an interesting right. He says, if it was a mitzvah it would be an Isser to live in chutzlitz. We don't find anywhere that in to live in Brooklyn, it's just it's, you're not getting the mitzvah of Yishvah Tisral. So he says it must be, it's only a mitzvah kyumis. Bhaji Yosef has a long tuva and he disagrees and he holds he agrees it's a mitzvah, but he holds it's a mitzvah uhyuvas, and he has many rayas, uh, back and forth. Uh, so to put on the table, there is a tremendous Indian going for the Rukhnius, and for the mitzvah, and for all the other wonderful benefits, Therese all the other benefits. With that said, um, there are some that the mitzvah of Yishavet Yisrael of the Nazar says something like this in tshuva he says the mitzvah is to be able to live there and make a panosa and be able to live there and stay there and support yourself and if you can't then uh, there's no mitzvah to go there and then have Shalom Bayez problems if there's no panosa there and problems with the children if there's no panosa there and things like that so you really have to weigh what's going to be with the panosa and then the second item what's going to be with the children how old they are moving there with teenage children is a delicate topic. It's doable, but you have to really be careful. You've got to know where they're going, where they're coming from, and what they can handle. And um, it's certainly better to live in chutzler with well-adjusted children than to be in a T-Shrowell with children who are not well-adjusted. That doesn't mean you can't have both. You, there are families that go and the children are doing it wonderfully. It just, it's, a, it's a big topic and a very uh, personal topic, and if somebody is seriously contemplating it, wonderful, you should be, show your brov, which you now have, um, and make sure that he understands the whole background of what the family would be going through when they go. On Last on question. Oh. W- what was that? On Staying in oh, Yeah, Rahmeisha yeah. Holtz is still in the Mitsuchemis. He has a he has a short tr- What'd you do with it? Okay, that's a whole that's all smooth. Okay, um, I'll try to pick one one more. Okay, the, um, this is a loaded question. Uh, the Tana of Shem and Chalafta lived, but Should you give such a person stucco? We spoke about the wonderful schutz of Mesiris Nefesh, of having nothing to eat, of the Haligah Tana, and all the others are Mesa Nefesh, so maybe we should say uh, that uh, we shouldn't be giving them of but we wouldn't want to take any Haligah of the away, would we? the answer is absolutely uh, yes, we should be giving them staka. Usually somebody who is the Mason and is learning and is... Anybody in Klik Haidu doesn't have too much money, the fact that they're going to get schayr for the daigah and the amunah they have to work on, that they can be able to pay their bills at the end of the week and the end of the month and marry off their children, with all the staka that we end up giving them, it's still a struggle. So our khiv is to make sure they're taken care of and their chiv is if somebody forgets to take care of them and doesn't take care of them enough, they have to have their moon in the Messiah's Never to see it through. But it's our khiv, it's chus, to make sure that they don't have more of a hardship than necessary. Okay, I guess we'll save the rest of it for uh, next time. Thank you for listening. Okay. Yeah, um, YV, yv at One word: yv at morg uh Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You take care. of Exactly, exactly. Exactly. I think it's form is the one for the following. Oh, okay, good. And well, I was going to use that format one of these halves anyways. Maybe we will continue with it. These are people if you give them ahead of time, people can actually nail one thing. You have a lot of Put this see you again. I remember the good old days. Yeah. You got a copy, good, excellent. Yes, just give me, Wasn't good after for? I just want to make a difference. How do you shut it? How do you shut it? My father's a, no, he's not a person. My father was a businessman. He's uh, retired for many, many years. Yeah, yeah. My father used to work with Philip Brothers. My father used to work with Philip Brothers. With Philip Brothers. Yeah. Okay, yeah. they made sure, What's what, name? Ah, okay, right. We're related, okay. Yeah. So we have breakfast yeah. in the uh-huh, okay. You I was just there. I was just in the I just yeah, in the, plaza, the it's it's, yeah. I can't I can't I about it. Yeah. Yeah, okay, you're really in the know. I'm having to go to the What? No, I got to plate. Steiner is a CPA, right? a I guess I can't.